You are listening to Satellite Sisters Talk TV. I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm here with my sister, Julie Dolan, in Dallas, Texas. And this is our weekly recap of the CBS drama, Madam Secretary. Julie, we have some breaking Madam Secretary news. Yes, we do, Leanne. Madam Secretary has been renewed for a fourth season. We're that, pretty excited about that, aren't we, Lee? That is great news. That means we can carry on with the recaps. But no, seriously, it's really nice to see a network television show that stars a woman about, you know, woman in power and leadership that tackles some pretty complicated political storylines actually get another season. You know what I yes. mean? You know what well, I, mean? I think I think it's due to our recaps, Leanne. Yeah. Uh, let's let's just face it. We're going to take credit for it. We have to take credit where credit's due. Uh, we did get those nice mittens from we Madam did. Secretary uh, over the holidays yes. uh, to thank us for all the hard work we do. That I think we just bring a lot of enthusiasm to watching the show. We certainly bring a lot of expertise, sort of, yeah. to uh, to to each ep- episode and. Uh, you know, and I think it's making a difference, you know, viewer by viewer. That's we're doing our job. So uh, we're very happy for you, Madam Secretary. Yes. Get another term. And to the executive producers, I mean, there is a real movement mounting on the Satellite Sisters Facebook page for an all musical episode of 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 Madam Secretary. I mean, not only do you have the talent, we even have, you know, possible suggestions for songs, second act openers. I mean, if you need any ideas, the Satellite Sisters Facebook page is chock full of them. We would love to see an all musical episode of Madam Secretary. So just putting in a request, right, for season four. Yes, we are. We are. We And we totally support that, as well as your dog, Steffi, right, who's just uh, barking her face off. She's very excited with the news as well. Yes, she is. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, all right. So this episode was called Convergence. And mm-hmm. um, we did get some convergence. We got a couple of big storylines that merged, converged at the end of the episode. So we had the Doomsday Duck Dynasty storyline converging with the CIA mole murder, you know, arms trading storyline. They all came together at the end. Uh, Julie, did you see that coming? Uh, I, I figured as much that they somehow had to wrap this up, but I think the episode should have just been called Legs because this, <laughs> right? This is what we had been watching for for the last several episodes. When was real life going to be portrayed on TV? Because the backstory that Tim Daly had broken both of his legs in a skiing accident, uh, we knew it had to show up on the show somewhere, yeah. Leanne. And this was the episode. So I I just found that incredibly satisfying. Yeah, forget about Brexit. Let's talk Legsit. I mean, it was true. There was more chatter on the Satellite Sisters Facebook page about we knew it was coming. When was it coming? We were all waiting. And then there it was. Tim Daly gets shot and we see his legs in the hospital room. Which which begs the question, should we all get jobs or something? We need to get lives that we're that concerned about how our fictional and our factual lives merge. Well, I think maybe it could have been called Cupcake Wars, Julie, because I was glad to see that as a theme running through the show. Are you familiar with the show Cupcake Wars, Julie? Yes, I, I, no, I'm probably not as familiar as you, Leon. I mean, I just don't get the point because I just don't th- see it as a, a cupcake as the best conduit for some food contest, you know? <laughs> There's no point, Julie. That's the I point. Know that. 
I mean, they were broccoli frosting. That's what we were talking about this week. Here's the beauty of Cupcake Wars. And, uh, you know, I don't bake at all. So, and I rarely watch baking shows because they just sort of demoralize me. But I got, I've fallen into the habit of watching Cupcake Wars. First of all, because cupcakes are delightful. And secondly, because I stopped watching the news after the election. Like, I just can't take TV news. But (laughs) I am in the habit of watching TV in the morning and reading the paper and puttering around the house. So between seven and eight, very frequently, the Food Network runs reruns of cupcake wars so while other people are like catching up on what's happening in namibia i am catching up on what's happening on cupcake wars (laughs) it it draws you in because all these bakers most of them are self-taught so there's an appeal Mm -hmm. to me because that means they will make mistakes so you like you like that these are not top chef quality bakers these are like people who learn to bake in grandma's you know uh, kitchen mm-hmm. and they are likely at any minute to forget to put in the baking soda you know to use fake vanilla extract instead of the real thing so it's amazing and then uh they all have like cute <laughs> well, i think amazing might be a little strong strong as a word leah <laughs> and then they all That's have just... cute cupcakey names like the cakery and you know okay. sally okay. sweets and then many of them inexplicably wear a lot of headgear you know they come they <laughs> The owner and their partner, and they're wearing like little crowns or tiaras, or they both dye their hair purple, or they have sparkles in their hair. Like they dress up in freakish okay. ways to participate. Okay, so, so you, like the, our fictitious yeah. Madam Secretary, have been drawn into the Cupcake Wars. Right. Totally because, drawn in. Totally drawn in. Bess, you and Bess are very close that way. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. And now, Julie, I'm just giving you a heads up on like Donut Wars. It's not called Donut Wars, but like think about... <laughs> What you really don't want to eat more of, donuts, there's a whole donut competition. <laughs> okay. So cool. just for future storylines, future storylines. Okay, so here's what we had going on. Uh, we had the search for the CIA mole and the missing stinger missiles and a guy mm-hmm. that was clearly inspired by Ken Bone, right? They <laughs> nailed yes. that analyst. Yeah. Remember Ken Bone with the red sweater? The- yes, I do. I do. Okay. Excellent. And then somehow in the middle of the storyline, we get a mob lawyer who just barges into Bess's house somehow. How? Wh- yeah. Why did they let that guy in? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, because they, she's supposed to have Secret Service outside, but he just, uh, maybe he said the right things. Who knows? I, I don't, don't know. know how, how we do got it. Very you, good question. Yeah. I didn't understand that. Okay. Second storyline is the Duck Dynasty Doomsday. <laughs> Yes. Okay. So Ian is the agent we don't really care about and he's being drugged, but whatevs, because we just don't, <laughs> we don't care. And now he's disappeared. Right. But right. I mean, I know we, so we don't care that he's yeah being drugged and he's disappeared. Uh, but we are happy that Henry got shot in some ways because yes. we, we wanted to see Henry's legs. I, I wanted to see his legs more than I should admit, Leanne. <laughs> I mean, I really did. Okay. okay. You're at the beginning, of this, the beginning of this episode, he's behind a desk, you know, and then he's sitting at the table. Where are the legs? Where are the legs? But as soon as I saw that scene where he's going to getting shot, I was like, okay, this is how that's all going to come. This is the convergence I was looking for. Later. Exactly, Julie. There you go. Uh, the other big storyline was the extinction of the black rhino in Namibia. And this was a heavy storyline. This is what I mean. They do tackle sort of broad issues that people may not care about or haven't heard about or they would care if they had heard about them. So I like the fact that Best put out like an all-play challenge for all Department of State employees to come up with an out-of-the-box solution. And an analyst there on the Global Health Desk uh, rises to the challenge. And it, oh, involves, it involves Viagra. And then we have me- 
many erection jokes that follow. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Uh, I like this because it's classic Madam Secretary, just as you said, picking out an international issue that is real, that is complicated, that has consequences, you know, depending on how you how you move on it. Um, and done in a way that informs us and that was interesting and entertaining. Yeah, so I like that. So I think there's going to be some unintended consequences if we start giving out Viagra to everyone in uh, Vietnam. But that's I'll put that aside. Yeah. And then the fourth storyline was a father-son storyline, Henry and Jason. They're sort of building one of Henry's childhood toys. Was that a an engine, a catalytic it was converter. An it was a yeah, it was a V eight engine. Okay. Like, yeah, they were they were built the visible V eight engine. It had been a Christmas present from from Henry's father to Henry, uh, and he was never able to put it together. And so now let's see if Henry and Jason can put it together. And hmm. I have to say, I do appreciate the way that Jason is written because I have a son very much like him. And yes, you know, yes, your son is like him. Yeah, he's and, getting taller. Jason is getting taller. Yeah. Is yeah. That, and the fact that, like, he just, he would help Henry, but he just kept watching YouTube videos and this is how you do it. Or I found this on a, you know, forum or it's, that was very true to life, you know, because that generation learns everything on Reddit or YouTube. So, right. all right. So let's go back to the big storyline, the CIA mole, the missing stinger missiles, you know, uh, and uh, Bess having to sort of invoke, you know, the, the guy from the Department of Defense and get him to work with her and making other people mad. There was a lot happening here, Julie. But ultimately, it turns out that the same people who have the, mis- who have the weapons from the doomsday cult are the people stealing they're connected to the State Department, right? right? And that's good. I mean, it is well. good that Henry now has top secret clearance so that he can spill his secrets to Bess and Bess can spill her secrets to him because that's the only way they figured out that these are actually connected. Right. And if those two were not, if they weren't, if they weren't connected, uh, we're not certain whether others would have been able to put this together. Right. But, Right, but right. Was, what are the chances that the wife working over here on this high level case, like this right. mysterious murder in her, you know, at the State Department, this hapless analyst who's dragged into it, these missing, you know, missing military weapons from cargo planes and things like that, is married to the guy who's working on this seemingly like standalone doomsday cult who wants to end the world so uh yeah that was convergence for sure jill convergence for sure (laughs) so uh but we do get um we get that wrapped up but we do get this little hint the the whole key is like someone has paid for these weapons and someone has paid the lawyer fees for getting Ken, Mr. Ken Bone analyst yeah. out of jail. And then that guy gets shot. Like it felt really bad for poor Ken Bone. Cause yeah, it was a real Russian move. Yeah. I, I, that's where I would look. For that's where you would look? Yeah. Sub- that's where I would look for possible subjects. Yeah. yeah. Just let's, let's just take care of it. He gets shot. Yes. And, and so it's not certain whether the mobster lawyer is going to cooperate with Bess, uh, you know, uh, at all. But in the end, he does. So that's good. And what is it about men feeding pigeons? What is that thing? <laughs> like, you know, there was that scene where, you know, Bess tries to go and appeal to his 
higher senses. I need to know who's paying you. So I need to know where this may have started. And Bess has a lot of good like CIA moments this time. Yes. She gets to yes, she does. Secretly interrogate the Ken Bone character. She mm-hmm. says a lot about, you know, I'm fourth in line for the presidency. I can do what I want to do. She had a lot of good lines reminding people that at heart, she's a spy. And mm-hmm. uh, even though she comes up with these diplomatic solutions, she also enjoys the game. So she sort of games this mobster lawyer who's, of course, feeding pigeons on a park bench. I'd like yeah. <laughs> You think that – so you're, when you're saying – When did men start doing writers, that? Like when did I don't know. Did they I don't know. They that? could have given him, uh, the, the mobster lawyer, something else to do. He's probably what should have been on his phone, right? He would have been on his phone. He wouldn't have been feeding those dirty pigeons. Yeah. No. I just I, I just worry that my husband may be headed in that direction. Like. <laughs> <laughs> to a bench and start feeding. To a bench no. with some pigeons. No, no, your no, no. Your husband's got another forty years before he's going to do <laughs> okay. that. Lady. Don't worry. Don't worry. All right. So, so once they connected the dots, she appeals to the mob lawyer, and then he comes back to her at the end, and he says, "Okay, I think we have a mutual enemy." So that's okay. going to set up a storyline, obviously. And now, Julie, your guess is at the heart of it, it's the Russians. It's the Russians. Yeah, yeah. That's who. I, that's who I suspect. Yep. Okay. So in the meantime, the challenge goes out to the team at DOS, the Department of State. Uh, let's save the black rhinos this episode. And um, so this analyst figures out that... Gwen. That, Gwen, that thank one. you for yeah, writing Gwen. that down, yes. Julie. So Gwen figures out that, you know, the reason the black rhinos are being murdered at this extraordinary rate is because men in Thailand think that the ground up horn of the black rhino has, you know, um, good, will result in like, you know, vibrant sexuality, right? Be good for their libidos. So she suggests a massive public health campaign, not in Namibia, but in Thailand to get the men of Thailand. No, Vietnam. 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 In Vietnam, to get the men in (laughs) Vietnam to stop using the rhino horn powder and start taking the little blue pill. That was her idea. Right. But of course, we the U.S. doesn't have the money to provide everybody with Viagra and various various other things. But uh, the um, minister from Vietnam is named Minister Dong, and that just results in a lot of juvenile jokes, (laughs) which we we are not we are not going to we're not going to give party to them. No, No. just carry on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I have to say there was a really great scene at the end, which is I think the scene that every woman who's ever like worked in a cubicle and worked away and had good ideas, but kept them to herself. Bess calls in Gwen and says, you know, you sat on this great idea for two years. Why didn't you speak up? You have to speak up if you have good ideas. And that was just a good little pep talk, wasn't it? At the, at the I, I love that. She said a good idea is meaningless without the courage to act. You must speak up. Yes. I like the fact that Bess, you know, is is reaching out to the young women, both at the State Department and then that other military girl that uh, that she's always putting in front of the leaders to say, you can do this. You know, she's a she's she's, you know, walking the walk there, walking the talk. She's doing it all. Leanne. Yeah. And then Be- and Gwen reacts to her promotion. She gets a promotion and then she reacts inappropriately by really squeezing Madam Secretary, which I'm not <laughs> so sure about that. But yeah, don't don't touch Bess like that. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. But that's but I liked it that Blake was going to have to help uh, help Gwen with her PowerPoint presentation because it had too many words on it. Right. So 
you know, that, that was, that was, I thought it was a, this was a, a good episode for balance. We get some of the family scenes, we get the staff scenes that we like, we have these other storylines going on. It was a good mix of things this week and it made me happy, Leanne. It did. And of course, and then we had Cupcake Wars because throughout the entire episode, everyone on the show was watching Cupcake Wars and talking about Cupcake Wars and just enjoying the, the pleasure that Cupcake Wars brings to all. So, uh, but Julie, it's funny that you mentioned that Captain Baker, that young woman um, that she brings in. You know, she said in the beginning when she gets called to the White House in the middle, I want Captain Baker there. Oh, we've got a transport plane, blah, blah, blah. I want Captain Baker there. I don't really trust her. You don't? I wonder, is she the mole? Is she somehow connected? Is she the conduit? Mm -hmm. You know, mm. what, what's she doing there? Is it just best? You know, what, what's her purpose in the whole show? I don't know. Keep I see. I her. thought it was just, all right, I will keep my eye on her, Lynn. I thought she was just another, an example of Bess supporting a younger, a younger officer coming up through the ranks. But you, okay, Lynn, I'll keep my eye on keep, her. Keep hmm. your eye on her. Who knows? Okay. She could be Russian, Julie. We don't know. We don't yes. know, do we? And then uh, there was mention of Mike B. No Mike B sighting, but remember the last time we saw Mike B, Nadine saw a lot of them. So they had kind of a one or two night stand. And uh, and I'd like to see some more Mike B and Nadine in season four, please. Yes, yes, please. And I think Bess is encouraging it too, right? She's giving, she was, uh, she was encouraging Nadine to pursue her relationship with Mike B. Yeah, yes. I like him, like the dog. It's all good. Bring him back. Yeah, yeah he's a good character. He's a good character. Um, okay, uh, anything else about the show, Jewel? No, I think we covered it all, Ian. I think we got it. I just, as I said, I, well, I did want to mention that have, as, as someone who I've broken my ankle, I've broken my wrist, I know the real pain of, of a fractured bone. And I could kind of see that uh, on Henry. I know he really? wasn't, I know he was doing his best to act, but you could just see the physical strain of living with a broken broken bones is uh is quite a bit land so i just uh my my best to henry i hope he continues to make a recovery yeah what do you think about best saying to henry you should give up your job he said if you want well, me to give up my job just say it she said i want you to give up your job well i as i said we we, we want you to give up the storyline <laughs> for, for sure okay <laughs> doesn't mean that we won't have to see those doomsday people again. Then you should give up your job. Anyway. You should give that job up. Okay. Just, you can do international intrigue, but some other storyline, please. Something centered around the university. That's what I think. Okay. <laughs> well, it was sort of an interesting flip-flop last week on, uh, you know, Jay's storyline with his, just more about the pressures of some of these Washington jobs and how demanding they are. And, and you know, in this case, Henry's puts him in physical danger. He was shot at, of course. They just shot the heck out of that car. I mean, they, they just certainly <laughs> did. Shot the heck out of it. It's hard to explain. It's quite a car yeah. accident. <laughs> You got into a car accident with the bullet holes, Dad? How did that work? But, uh, but like Jay last week and his wife, and we said, well, you know, Jay could quit his job. So, right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an interesting look. All right. How about Binders Full of Blouses? It was kind of a repeat show. Anything stick out to you? 
Well, I think it's the episode of glasses. For me, that was really the highlight is Bess's eyewear uh, this time, Leanne. Okay, first of all, she has a great pair of glasses just for everyday wear. Then in the office, she has these other sort of super cool reading glasses that I would like to find. I'm going to do some more research on it. And when she was sitting on the park bench with the mob boss lawyer, uh, she had some very attractive powerful looking sunglasses. So I, for me, that was the big uh, standout. I think we've seen uh, most of those blouses that were in this yes. episode. Yeah. But and she- the tweed dresses, the tweed dress and suit, but that's good. That's how real women dress. You know, someone yeah. like that is going to have sort of a uniform and just keep repeating the stuff that works. But Julie, good call on the glasses. Very nice. Okay. Very nice okay. observation. All right. And then the Grateful Dead t-shirt. She has a whole rock and roll set of sleeping t-shirts so this week it was grateful dead and maybe you know maybe one of our listeners can offer up a theory <laughs> on that yes i'd like that and i know i hope you saw scenes from the upcoming episode did you realize it was going to, it's it centers around the country of kyrgyzstan now you leon very few people in the world are experts on the country of kyrgyzstan and i'm not an expert but i actually have connections so i am looking forward to this upcoming episode julie yeah really strong family connections. so ooh, yes. that's a good tease for next week we mm. can do our own scenes from next week can't we mm. here on the podcast yes. Can. Yes. <laughs> All right. We're the Satellite Sisters. Uh, you can find more Satellite Sisters at iTunes. You can now subscribe to Satellite Sisters Talk TV at iTunes. We finally got, oh, I, I think it's set up. It may <laughs> give us another week. We applied at uh, we, iTunes is its own thing, Julie. We don't understand iTunes. I, I, I know. I think Captain Morgan is in charge of iTunes. I think that's what's happening. <laughs> Satellite He's Sisters walking. for sure is there. So go yeah. to Satellite Sisters. Subscribe to that. We do a new podcast every Tuesday. We post uh, classic podcasts on Sunday. We always have special episodes coming up and things like that. So uh, if you want to catch us on our regular podcast, please do that. And Jewel, have a great week. You have a great week and congratulations again to Madam Secretary of another season. We are looking forward to it. Yes, we are. We're the Satellite Sisters. Don't forget, call your Satellite Sister. 